Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I'm Into It with Keaton Milburn. I'm Keaton Milburn, and when I tell you guys that I am so sorry that I have been gone for so long, I know that I've been getting emails and messages and all of this kind of stuff because I haven't uploaded an episode in a while, Um, but it's just been a little hectic over here. And honestly, I have said this so many times before on this podcast and on my other platforms, but I truly love podcasting. And one of my favorite things ever is talking to you guys, answering you guys questions and just making sure that like we're in touch, we're on the same page and doing it in a way where I'm inspired doing it. I never want like this to feel like, oh my gosh, I need to do this for, I don't know. I I just really feel like I use Instagram as a job and YouTube as a job and stuff. And while, you know, I love this podcasting, obviously like I would love to get like a deal or work with another network this is my only motivator for doing a podcast has nothing to do with money or deals. It has to do with motivation, passion, and some way that I want to connect with you guys. So if I don't upload for a while, it's truly because I am waiting until I'm really passionate about a certain topic and I am motivated to talk to you guys about it. I hope that doesn't come as offensive. Doesn't mean that I don't want to talk to you guys. It just means that um, I'm really doing this out of like passion and stuff that I'm really excited about. So anyway, whatever. Hello, everyone. What are you guys up to? What's going on in life? You know, we're out here. We're still in quarantine. Everyone's still in quarantine. Well, most people, that's one of the things I'm not into. I'll I'll talk to you guys about that in a second. Um, But today is a great day because I have been packing. I have been sorting things up around my house because I am moving in three days, which I am beyond excited about. Like I cannot wait to move. Um, If most of you guys have been following my YouTube channel or my Instagram platform, whatever it is that you guys may have seen me on, or if you guys are new here, hello. Um, I live in a one bedroom apartment and I for so long have been wanting a two bedroom and I just really wanted to get a two bedroom so that I could have an at-home office and just a really good workspace. I want to keep my podcasting equipment, my laptop, my everything just in one space. And I just want that to be comfortable and I'm happy with that. And I just haven't had as much space as I would like. So I'm finally moving into a two bedroom so I can create an office. And I am literally so stoked about it. Like I've ordered so much furniture. Obviously it's going to take like three months to come in the mail because of everything going on with Corona. Corona like packages have been so delayed, which I'm not mad about. I'm not complaining about that. I understand that there are workers that are overworked. There are people who just don't have as many employees to be shipping out stuff and all that kind of thing. So I'm not mad about the delays and stuff. It just is different because we're so used to getting everything instantly. And like literally I order one thing and I get it four weeks later and I'm like, wow, I forgot I ever ordered that. That's great. So ordering furniture has been like so time consuming, but also I'm trying to order it all now because I just know it's going to take so long. So anyway, that's my little moving rant. I'm moving and I'm very excited about it. So I love that. Um, but anyway, let's get into the things that I'm into lately. So the first thing I'm into, um, is music. So I'm so, so, so obsessed with Lynn and Stella's new album. I have talked about this before, or I've talked about her before, but she's seriously one of my favorite artists. Her new album, I think it's called three, two, one. It's really so good and I love it so, so much. So I've been listening to it on repeat over and over 
and I just really, really enjoy it. So I've been listening to that album a lot. Another thing I've been really into is a makeup product. I have seriously fallen in love with this and I just, I don't know, I really, really like it and it's become a staple of mine. And when I first got it, I didn't use it for like a few weeks because I tried it and I was like, oh, I kind of regret this. And now it's one of my holy grails. It is the Glossier, um, like, it's a concealer. I'm trying to think of the actual name of it, but it's a Glossier concealer and it is so bomb. It's in a pot and I just use like a little brush and basically every single day for like makeup and just like skincare, all I do is put the concealer on. I put a little bit of this Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer on like blush and whatever and my skin has been looking so glowy and nice and I've really never been able to find a good concealer that when you blend it out it actually has coverage every time I try and do that whole like just put some concealer and blush and bronzer on and like have a natural look it never looks good because the concealer is never thick enough to where it covers but also thin enough to where it blends out nice it's just either one. This Glossier Concealer is seriously so amazing. So I am very, very in love with that. So I think those are my only two things that I'm like really into right now, mainly because quarantine has got me in such a habit of doing the same things over and over. Obviously, I'm still into Animal Crossing. Like my Animal Crossing addiction is out of this world and Brandon's Animal Crossing addiction is out of this world. He has been playing uh, my Animal Crossing for me for probably two hours every day. I'm actually not exaggerating. He plays it almost more than I do. So we are truly addicted to Animal Crossing. That's another thing I'm into. But really my like daily routine has just been the same for a while. So there's nothing extremely like sticking out that I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I love this. When I start to get new things in the mail and like new furniture and stuff for my new place, I know that there's going to be things that I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I live without this? Oh my gosh, there's such a loud car going by outside. But anyway, so those are things I'm into. Now moving on to the things I'm not into. While I am excited about moving, I hate the moving process like actually picking up all of my stuff packing everything moving it into a new place is so annoying like I wish I could teleport or just like snap my fingers and everything be moved into my new complex or like my new place one thing about me though is I really truly love organizing and cleaning and just like I love rearranging things so I have been really really excited about moving so that I can reorganize all my drawers and hang up all my clothes and like do all this other stuff but at the same time the actual moving process like moving my couch and my tv and my nightstand and my dressers and like it's actually killing me to think about because it's the most annoying thing to have to do and obviously I'm not hiring movers during this time so it's just me and Brandon and we're gonna be you know picking up the couch and the dresser and all the other crap and moving it over so that's gonna be a little difficult but um other than that there's not too many things that I'm not into um the last one I do want to say that I'm really not into is the way that some of the people are acting here in Arizona like during this quarantine or whatever. So for those of you who live in a different state, obviously not all of you listening to this live in Arizona. We get it. I live in Arizona and they're opening up almost everything, which I completely understand. At some point, life is going to go back to normal. People are going to be able to go out. You're going to be able to go different places in public. For example, 
the nail salons, hair salons, other things like that opened up. Gyms are opening back up. All of that is opening back up in Arizona. When the nail salon opened back up, the um, nail salon said that they would allow only a certain number of people into the nail salon. Everyone must wear a mask. So there, I think there was like eight of us in the nail salon. So I went and got my nails done under those precautions. Okay. On the other side of that, in Arizona, bars and clubs are literally opening back up and it is so jam-packed. There are photos online of people literally crammed in these clubs, crammed in these bars. People are waiting in long lines down the road to get into these clubs and bars because they've just opened back up. And I'm like, is this seriously your main priority right now? Like you've been in quarantine for however long and your main priority is like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the club. I need to go to the bar. I understand people need to socialize, but the fact that everyone is just bombarding these places is what I just feel like stresses me out. Maybe it's not that big of an issue and everyone's going to be fine. But like for me, I'm just like, can we just ease into the things like that are opening back up? I just don't feel like it's necessary to bombard everything at once. It just seems a little bit too much. So that um, that in Arizona is really stressing me out. You know, Texas and stuff is opening back up, but nothing in the way that Arizona is like the stuff in Texas it's just minimal people allowed in um like certain areas like restaurants and whatever but like the fact that Arizona is just like yeah let's have hundreds of people in one place it's really freaking me out so anyway that is my things that I'm into things that I'm not into not too heavy um on either one you know I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of the things that I'm loving and not loving right now but as you guys know from the title of this episode we are going to be talking all about self-confidence being yourself and social anxiety so I know I want I really wanted to save an anxiety topic for like a full episode only on anxiety but I honestly felt like I couldn't talk about my self-confidence journey without talking about um, anxiety and social anxiety because I really feel like for a lot of people those things come hand in hand. So in order to really like fully open up and talk about everything, I really want to talk about kind of my journey and where I started in self-confidence because I think that seeing people on social media, not even just social media, not like Instagram people, but just seeing like friends or family or whoever on Instagram and stuff, we just assume things about them and we assume that maybe they've always had it together or that they've always been confident and I always get questions like how are you so confident blah 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 and I'm like well actually let me give you a little rewind and tell you know how unconfident I was and how depressed and how much anxiety I used to have um, and I obviously don't think that my journey with um, self-confidence and anxiety and stuff is over like I fully know it's not over but I think that there definitely was a extremely low point in life where I was like really like I, w I was there okay so we're gonna get into that something about me I do want to mention is that my mom has really always told me and I know this about myself it's not like she's told it to me and I'm like no that's not true or she's told it to me and I just blindly believe her I really have um, like always been this way. So something about me is that even when I was younger, like even in elementary school 
Um, I was always not as confident. I always had self-confident issues. I always wanted attention um, from anyone that was around me, like anyone who would pay attention to me. I was always craving for attention. Um, And I think that that developed as I grew up. I was just always not as confident. And so going into, I would say seventh or eighth grade, I was really the most um, insecure I had ever been in my life. And what's funny about how insecure I was, was that during that time, I really was struggling with depression. And I just really hated myself like truly like I would look in the mirror every single day and be like you are so ugly your hair looks like this um you you I just I I would pick apart so many things about myself I would just look in the mirror every single day and there would be a really negative voice in my mind telling me that I wasn't worth worth anything that I didn't bring anything to anyone people everyone didn't like me I always thought that when I spoke to people or when I was around people um, I was annoying so I didn't want to speak up because I felt that I was annoying so there was just so many things and that was around seventh or eighth grade and I had started Instagrams I had joined Instagram and for me I have always loved taking photos I have always 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 loved taking photos like there are videos of me when I was like four or five years old and I'm like mom 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 like please take photos of me take videos of me like I absolutely have always loved being in front of the camera it's something I've always wanted to do I've always wanted to model I've always wanted to do all of that so for me Instagram was a great outlet because I was like oh my gosh like now I have somewhere where I can post all my photos and like people can see them or whatever but just because I was posting these photos did not mean that I was confident in myself and that's a really big misconception is just because you see someone online posting happy photos posting you know little modeling photos or whatever it is it doesn't mean that they're confident in themselves for me it was really because I loved taking photos and I also was so insecure and really hated the way I looked hated everything about myself that I also wanted to post photos so that I could get validation from other people I wanted to post the photos and then I wanted to have people comment on them and be like oh my gosh you are so pretty just so that I could go back and comment to them I swear I can go on my Instagram and I will find them like literally I'll find all of them but just so I could go back um on my Instagram and comment back to them and say no I'm not but thank you so much and you know the friends who are like this when you comment a friend and you're like oh my god your hair looks so good or like wow I really love your outfit and you're like thanks like I don't know I just wasn't like really into it but like thanks so much for your confidence you know the type of friends who like turn the compliment around and like make it weird because they don't know how to take a compliment because they're not like confident in themselves or don't know how to take a compliment wow I don't know what I'm saying don't know how to take a compliment because they're not confident in themselves That is exactly how I was. I was way too insecure to ever take a compliment. And it has nothing to do with like anyone. Like no one was bullying me. No one was telling me I was ugly. No one was telling me I was annoying. No one was telling me I wasn't cute or that I was dumb or whatever. It was genuinely just my own belief. No one had ever said that to me. If anything, not to be like, oh my gosh, yeah. But like if anything, majority of the time comments and everything like that were, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Oh my gosh, I love this. And 
I was like, they're liars. Everyone is lying to me. Everyone is only saying this to make me feel good about myself because they know that I'm ugly. Like it was literally this convoluted like thing in my brain. And like, it just would never go away. Anytime I would do something, I would be like, you're so ugly and so whatever. And I just said so many negative things in my head over and over and over and over and over until I started to believe them about myself. And I think that I just got to, um, a point where I was so insecure and I had been feeding myself so many negative lies, or as I like to say, the devil had been feeding myself so many, uh, feeding myself so many lies about myself. I truly believe that the negative thoughts in my head that were telling me that I wasn't enough, telling me I wasn't good enough, were not my own thoughts. I really believe that the devil put those thoughts into my head just to bring me down, just to make me less than, you know, just to tear me down. Um, and so. I remember I um, was still feeling this way and I went to a church camp. This isn't going to be some whole faith speech, whatever for you guys, if you guys are not like huge faith people, but I am going to talk about my personal experience with self-confidence. And this is kind of like how I overcame that. So I realized that I, uh, so I went to a church camp. I realized that I was still feeling the way that I was and we were sitting and it was a group of girls and there was a bunch of girls in a circle and there was one girl who I hadn't really spoken to much it was like a small group situation hadn't talked to her a lot and um we were just we were just going sharing things about our lives and how we felt and this one girl said you know, I feel really insecure in myself. I don't feel as pretty as other girls. I have braces and I don't do this and I just don't feel as cute. Like I just know that I'm I'm not very cute. And like literally I remember crying because I was like, this girl is so like beautiful. Like I can't believe she would ever say this about herself. Like how could she feel so insecure, blah, blah, blah. And I remember being so upset that this one girl was saying so many negative things about herself when I had thought she was like so beautiful. And then she like looked at me and she was like, like Keaton, I just want to look like you. Like I just want to, I want to be you and I want to look like you and I want to do what you do and, you know, be on Instagram and doing all this stuff. And I was like so taken aback because then like everyone in the group just started looking at me and like this girl was crying because she was like, I don't feel pretty and I don't feel confident and I just want to be as confident as you, Keaton, and I want to be as pretty as you and whatever. So then I started crying because I'm sitting there like I tell myself every single day like I am so ugly and so not cute and no one's ever going to like me and I'm worthless and blah, 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 blah. And in that moment, I feel like it really clicked for me that I had been searching for confidence and validation like in every other person. I had been searching for other people to make me feel whole and other people to make me feel confident and tell me the things that I wanted to say. But at the end of the day, like no one is ever going to do that for me. And I just kind of like went to bed that night and just prayed. And I was like, I think I've really, I, I just had come to the realization that I was trying so hard to be confident and be all this stuff for other people and be what other people perceived me and really the only person that needs to be happy with you know who you are is yourself other people are going to perceive you however they're going to perceive you so at the end of the day I was like 
this girl thinks that I'm so confident and I'm so this when really she doesn't even know, you know, what's going on in my head. And after that day, I was just like, you know what? It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not, um, maybe I don't truly believe that I am the cutest person or the cutest whatever, but from now on, I'm going to cut the negative thoughts that I tell myself out of my head. And every single time someone compliments me or they say something kind, I'm going to do my absolute very best to accept it, even if I don't believe it. Because something for me was is like, I would just always turn down the compliments. I would always turn down the whatever. And instead of doing that, even if you don't, even if you don't believe them, you just have to tell yourself every single day and remind yourself of who you are because it doesn't really matter what other people are saying to you. You know, your confidence has to come within yourself. So all this time I had been seeking validation from other people and confidence from other people when in reality, it only had to come from myself. I really just had to believe those things for myself. So I started from then on out just being like, I am who I am. And I think that a lot of this is like part of my brand and what I really like to portray on my social media and my YouTube and everything is that I'm just a real person. I'm not going to hide anything. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm just real. If I'm feeling down, I'm going to say it. If I'm feeling happy, I'm going to say it. If I'm depressed, if I have anxiety, if I have whatever, I'm just going to say it. Like I'm just open with you guys. And I think that's because I tried so long to not be open and try and like fake, be happy, fake, be confident. And instead, if I'm not really feeling the best about my body or I'm not really feeling the best about my skin or my hair, or I don't think I look very cute, or I think I should look like this girl, or I think I should look like that girl, I'm just going to say it and I'm just going to be open about it because the second you try to like cover that up, cover up the insecurity, I really think it leads to worse things because it just... I don't know. For me, it just like festers. Like if I just keep on going in a downward spiral. So one of the first things I ever did was right after that, that was kind of my self-confidence journey. And it wasn't like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I'm literally the most confident woman in the world. And like, I love myself and I'm the best. It really was just constantly every day reminding myself do you want to, do you want to feel like this? Do you want to feel negative anymore? And then I would be like, nope, I don't want to tell myself those things anymore. I just want to feel like this. So I really just started to cut the negative thoughts out and cut out all of the lies I was telling myself. So anytime anyone would say, oh, you're so pretty. And in my head, I would be going like, no, you're not Keaton. You're not that whatever. Instead of replacing the compliments like you are pretty. Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Oh my gosh, I love your makeup. I would replace the compliments with things that are like not physical, if that makes sense. Because while obviously like a lot of self-confidence we base off of our looks, I think that for me, it was more just like I was so self-doubting and I didn't think I was pretty, but I think it was also just an insecurity thing and not having the right qualities to tell myself. And so instead of, you know, if someone said, oh, you're so pretty, whatever, instead of combating that and being like, you know what? I am so pretty. I would just say, I am so smart or I'm really good at this or I would just start to tell myself compliments um, in areas of my life that I felt like I was good in or I would just say just different compliments to myself that made me feel good within. It didn't even have to have to do with my physical appearance because 
a lot of self-confidence really does come from within and just feeling good about yourself, being kinder to others, being just an all around nicer person made me more confident when I was really insecure and I was depressed or whatever. I was very standoffish. I was very mean and I would just always be on the combat. Like I would always be on the defense. If someone was trying to be nice to me or trying to compliment me or trying to tell me something about myself, I didn't believe, um, like confidence wise, I would always try to be on the defense and that made me such a negative person. So just being kinder, just accept compliments from people. Stop trying to like tear yourself down especially as women I think that we're often always trying to like minimize ourselves and tear ourselves down if anyone wants to compliment us if anyone wants to tell us something we're like oh no not us and it's like why like why can't we just take the compliment like why do we feel like we have to be like oh my gosh like no not me instead you should take it and run with it and feel good about it so one of those that was basically the first thing I did was start to tell myself positive things. So I actually got um, a message from one of you guys asking things to do physically to boost your confidence. And I thought this was great because while I can sit around and, you know, give myself positive affirmations and whatever, there are things that I like to do when I, you know, I'm not feeling my best to feel confident. And really those things are just doing things that truly bring me happiness. You know, I was sitting the other day and I was not feeling the greatest just because I had worked out like every single day last week and I was feeling really good about it. And then this week I didn't schedule workouts because I was like, you know what, I'm moving this week. I want to just take some time to pack everything and I don't want to have to worry about driving to work out and whatever. So I've just been eating whatever's around my house, you know, I'll have a little ice cream at night and Brandon wanted to order pizza. So we ordered pizza and in the back of my head, I'm like, Keaton, why are you eating pizza? Because you haven't worked out this week. And why are you doing this? Your skin's going to break out if you eat that and blah, 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 blah. And just kind of like doing those little like negative remarks because of like what I was doing and then I was just like thinking about it and I was like this is making me happy right now if eating this pizza is what is going to make me happy right now or if playing Animal Crossing for two hours is what is going to make me happy right now I'm gonna do it and my confidence doesn't need to go down because I'm like thinking about everyone else's productivity and they're doing all this, 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 and I'm just sitting here playing Animal Crossing or whatever. Because in, in all actuality, we all have goals. We all do stuff in life and we all get around to doing those things. But I'm like, I'm not going to force like pushing myself to the limit of being exhausted and then being so miserable about it. And so one of the things I always like to do is just if I'm not feeling confident, if I'm not feeling my best, like I was not feeling good about eating all this pizza and I wasn't feeling good about this, I'm not going to go on a run. If I'm not feeling good about eating pizza or ice cream or whatever, I'm not going to go on a run. I'm not going to go work out. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, this will make me feel better. I need to just accept things about myself. So I, some of the things that I like to do to physically um, boost my confidence or make me feel a little bit happier is it really just depends on the mood. Sometimes I'll go, I'll make a little tea or I'll take a bath. And I actually just ordered this really awesome uh, bath caddy. It's like one of those wooden boards you lay across your bath so that you can um, like put like a little like laptop on it or you can put a book, you can have a drink. I've also got my 
iPad. So I really love taking baths. If I'm really not feeling confident, sometimes I will get dressed up to take Instagram photos and I'll do all my makeup and I'll do all this stuff because I'm like, you're going to feel cute. You're going to take all this. And then I look in the mirror or I take a few photos and I'm like, oh, you look so not cute. Like your legs not looking good here. Your hair's looking crazy or whatever it is. And instead of like forcing it to try and like get out of my comfort zone and just get the pictures done and get the stuff done, I'll be like, nope, you know what? Maybe today's not my day. Maybe I'm not feeling my best today. Maybe I'm just in a bad mood. I wipe all the makeup off, take all the makeup off, get in the bath, read a book, watch a YouTube video, listen to a good podcast, something like that, that will really help boost my mood. And it doesn't have to be like a physical thing that. I'm doing to make my body feel confident. It can just make me mentally feel better. Um, and so those are a few things I love always doing. And some someone else asked me, what is something that I've unlearned? So I really wanted to take this and run with it for this self-confidence question because I think I've really had to unlearn that people's opinions matter. Um, when I was growing up, as I've said before, with my self-confidence issues, you know, I always was just really validating myself on other people's opinions. But at the end of the day, those people are not living in my head. They're not living in my body. They don't live in the body that I'm living in that I see every day in the mirror. So if it does, it really doesn't matter what other people say at the end of the day, whether they think I'm cute, whether they don't think I'm cute. At the end of the day, they're not you and they have nothing to do with your life and your goals and where you're going. And I've really had to learn that just because other people have opinions of me, it doesn't mean that they're right. It doesn't mean that that is something that they should follow. You have to learn to have your own opinions of yourself. And in that, in those ways, that's how you can build confidence because it's like, if you're always only focusing on what other people say to you, it's going to shape you into all of these other people's opinions and all these other people's personalities instead of your own personality. You're never going to be able to come out of your shell and really open up and be confident because all you're doing is taking everyone's other, like 50 different people's opinions of you, meshing them into one and then really just hindering yourself. So I really had to unlearn, I guess, that people's opinions matter. I've always thought that. Another thing I've found with like my self-confidence journey is just that I feel like I have been tested in so many different areas of life, you know, in relationships and friendships and family or just within myself. And with all of those things, especially with your self-confidence journey, I think that people think you just wake up one day and you're like, oh my gosh, like I love myself so much. And that's not true. One thing you really have to remember is that it takes being patient with yourself. So while other people might find it annoying or whatever it is, you have to have enough patience within yourself to wait on yourself to get to where you need to be, you know? With me, obviously, I wanted to wake up and just be like, I'm so confident. I love myself. I'm beautiful, blah, 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 blah. But it obviously wasn't like that automatically. It's a day-by-day process of telling myself positive things, doing these activities and things that make me happy, taking baths when I want to take mat take baths, eat what I want to eat, hang out with who I want to hang out with, spending time with family or whatever it is, or putting yourself, you know, into a passion that you really like. 
those things, being passionate about other things, having a passion, having a goal and all that stuff can really bring out a lot of confidence in you. But you have to have patience to do all of those things because without patience, you're just going to spiral back into what you're already doing, what you're already telling yourself. And it's just you're not going to get anywhere if you don't just take the time to really work on yourself. If you don't take the time, how are you going to expect to grow? The last thing that I really want to say is that for me, it really took somebody actually looking me in the eyes and telling me that I was worth something and telling me that, you know, I do have something to offer and that I am important and that I am beautiful and I am all these things. It really took someone who actually meant it and someone who I felt actually like cared about me um, to say those things to me in order for me to want to make the steps to love myself. So for anyone who is listening to this, maybe you don't have that specific person in your life to tell you those things. Maybe you have people surrounding you that you don't feel like, oh, I don't feel as confident as this person or you have siblings or best friends or whatever that you think you might not be up to their standards or you might feel less than. So for anyone who feels like that, I just want to say on this podcast um, to you, I know I can't look you in the eyes, but I just want to say to you that you are worth something. And if anyone ever tells you that you don't have anything to offer, they are wrong. We all have something to offer. We are all beautiful and unique in our own ways. And you, especially you listening to this, I'm literally talking directly to you. You are special and you are beautiful and you are loved. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And if you don't step up, and gain the confidence to take on those plans and take on those goals, you're not going to get to where you need to be. So you have to be able, have patience with yourself, learn to love yourself from within. It doesn't have to be physical. You obviously are beautiful physically, but it really takes having confidence within yourself to get there. And so I just want you guys to know that and hear that from me. While I love talking about self-confidence and, you know, the things that I have done to get to where I need to be, I also feel like it is important to talk about the social anxiety that comes with not being as confident. And for me, I really feel like you can really go two different ways with having social anxiety and feeling anxious in large groups or small groups or whatever it is. A lot of people seem to think that social anxiety only comes like in big groups or whatever it is. Social anxiety can be one-on-one with your best friend. A lot of people don't think that that can always, it can be the case and it is the case for a lot of people. For me, when I am feeling a little less confident or I am feeling a little bit more insecure, it is way more, it's, it's a lot easier to overthink all of the things that I'm saying. I often will say things and immediately regret them or immediately feel embarrassed. And for the next week or so, I will think about a conversation that I've had with someone and I will regret it, um, especially leaving and going into situations where maybe you don't know 
know people as well, or maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe you feel a little bit like the outsider. Anyone with social anxiety, it doesn't even have to be that you are the outsider or that you're not included. You just automatically feel that way. You just automatically feel like I am the awkward one in this situation. I'm the one who doesn't know how to carry the conversation. I'm the one who is insecure or whatever it is. For me, I just have to remind myself I am being... I am being myself to the best of my ability. So before I go to like any function when I'm around other people that maybe I don't know as well or I have to go to a party or even like if I'm going to see some of my friends, I randomly will get like a pit in my stomach and I'll feel really anxious and it can literally be my best friend or it can be whoever. Um, I just have to remind myself at the end of the day, I am being me. This is who I am. I'm trying my best to, I'm trying to the best of my ability to engage in conversation. And really what it is, is a lot of social anxiety comes with overthinking. You overthink the things that you say, you overthink the way that others perceive you, but really think about, you know, how you look at other people when you're around other people. When you have a thought about someone that you're with, it never sticks for long. Like it's not like a lingering thought for months on end. You're you're thinking about this one word that they said, obviously, unless it was like negative and mean and directed directly to you. But other than that, you're not thinking about it for a prolonged period of time. With social anxiety, we think, okay, I say this one thing to you. That person is going to think about that for so long. If I wear this one shirt to this event, that person is going to think about why did I wear this to this, you know? So it's just one of those things where we think that people are perceiving us in ways that they are not perceiving us. And in our heads, we have so much going on. We can't get rid of it. And that is really so, so hard to overcome. And I am 22 years old. I'm going to be 23 in August and I am still dealing with social anxiety. I still, in certain circumstances, when I am with, um, like even some of my closest friends, I say or do certain things that I regret so much to the point where it makes me sick. It literally makes me want to throw up because I think that I've said something that made someone feel weird or made someone do this. And I just have to sit back and at the end of the night when I'm like in my bed and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, why did you say that? Why did you do that? They're going to think about this for so long. Now they think of you like this and that's so awkward. Why are you like this, Keaton? This is why you don't need to go out. Like all of those thoughts run through my head and I just have to say to myself, they're not you you're the only person that is thinking about it in that way I'm the only person who is being over dramatic and dragging it out and making it this whole thing when in reality that's not the case they are not the other person or the group or whatever it is they do not see you in the same light that you see yourself I just always have to remind myself about that and um, I really want to touch base on kind of like my social anxiety and stuff because I did post an Instagram story and a lot of you guys wanted to hear about it in an episode and I just talked a lot about how or I said a bit about how I am really nervous about like I'm afraid of quarantine ending because I am scared that I will have to go back into social situations. For someone like me, who while most of you guys will think I am an extrovert uh, because I have a podcast and I uh, post on Instagram and I have a YouTube channel, um, I record videos by myself 
in the comfort of my apartment. I record my podcast by myself in the comfort of my apartment. I do a lot of things as independently as I can. I try and live alone as best as I can. I've always done that throughout college. I've always wanted to live alone. I've always wanted to have my own room, my own space because I do not feel socially comfortable around other people. And so quarantine for me, and I'm not saying I love quarantine like as if I love COVID. No, I don't love COVID. So I don't want anyone to twist my words, but quarantine for me is one of that is a social anxiety driven dream. Like literally for me, I am like, I am so glad that there are no social gatherings. There is nothing going on because I will not have to have high anxiety going back into large groups, having to go to dinner, having to go do this, having to go do that. I love being by myself. That is truly where I thrive. So I have really been so scared about going back in social situations because I just don't know how I will be able to handle it having been uh, by myself for so long. And um, in the past week, I've just been around more people and um, not like a bunch of groups, but I've been around other individuals and stuff. And it's really made my social anxiety worse because it's really putting me back into that headspace of, oh my gosh, Keaton, you're going to have to go back to normal life and people are going to invite you to things and you can't just say, oh, I'm in Corona or it's quarantine or whatever it is. You don't have an excuse anymore to not be interacting with people. And so I'm really scared of that. I know that I will probably overcome it, but at the same time, I am a very independent person and that really is because it's hard for me to be in social situations without regretting my interactions with others, without regretting the way I've looked around others, without regretting basically everything that I do with other people. That's just always how I feel. And I really wish that I wasn't like that. And I know a lot of you guys really wanted me to speak on that and just kind of how I was feeling about it since I mentioned it a while ago. And so I just wanted to, you know, throw that in there because I think that a lot of my insecurity sometimes not feeling as confident in certain social gatherings or social situations, a lot of it stems from social anxiety. So if I'm not looking my best or I'm not wearing the cutest clothes or my body's just not in shape or whatever the case may be, um, it makes my social anxiety 10 times worse because I'm like, oh, I don't look like this person and I'm around them. Like, wow, they look so good in a swimsuit and I look like trash or whatever it is. Um, it makes my social anxiety very heightened and I really hate that for myself, but that just, it's, it's how I am. I don't know how to change it. So, um, for me, I just wanted to let you guys know that because I'm like, I have to be honest. I always get questions about, oh, well, how do you deal with it? And I'm like, I'm still working through it on my own, you know? I really hope the things that I'm saying to you guys are actually helpful um, in some way and just giving you comfort in the fact that you're not alone. You're not the only person that has felt the way that you're feeling. There are so many people. If you guys could see the amount of messages that I get from girls telling me that they struggle with gaining confidence or whatever the case may be. And so I don't want you guys to feel alone. And so I hope that this podcast gives you comfort in that. And while I can't give you any like quick tips and quick, like this isn't self-confidence is not something you just get 
so easily overnight. You know, it takes patience. It takes growing into the person that you need to be and just loving and accepting who you are because that's really the most important thing. So I hope that this is still helpful for you guys. And um, I just hope, I don't know, I just hope that this is helpful for you guys to gain confidence and do the things that you need to do. And I really just want to answer a few of you guys' questions that you guys emailed me because I love when you guys email me questions. So um, I'm going to read a few from you guys. I love this question so much. It says, um, what do you do about those friends that literally copy everything you do and everything you wear? It seems like they literally want to peel your skin off and wear it themselves. This happens so often to me and I'm not even saying that in a conceited way. It just honestly pisses me off so much when girls act like this, when it's like, can you just be yourself and stop trying to be me? Um, and so I 100% get this. I think everyone I swear I feel like everyone has had this person in their life or known someone in their life that you're like sis like are you like are you literally what is that movie it's like orphan or not orphan whoa that's a scary movie roommate where they like literally try and take the roommate's life and it's like so creepy and like whatever I think we've all been there I think we've all had a little you know roommate situation where someone is just wanting to be you I honestly think this goes this kind of ties into the self-confidence stuff because at the end of the day that person is just not as confident in being themselves because there is really such a difference in taking inspiration from someone and there are so many people that I know that we just have so similar tastes like me and my friend Kenzie like we have literally such similar tastes like everything she likes I like we are just that type of person like we will buy the same clothes or we'll buy the same whatever like it's just that's what we like it's genuine like that is what I love but at the same time there are so many qualities in each other that are so different so many things that she likes so many things that I like and we're just different in those ways so at the same time while we have a lot of qualities that are the same there is a difference between literally just trying to morph into that person and a lot of that comes from the other person being insecure. They find a lot of the things, they might find a lot of the things that you're doing cute or inspirational or whatever you're someone that they look up to but it's also very unhealthy for that person to be copying everything you're doing because they're really just diminishing who they are and trying to be someone else for the longest time I did that for so so long I remember I just wanted to be friends with this one person in like seventh grade and I was like I just want to be friends with her so bad I'm literally gonna buy every single thing that she has I'm gonna go to Juicy I'm gonna buy the exact sweatsuit and I'm gonna do everything that she does so that I can be her friend and that's honestly so embarrassing because it's like why can't you just learn to be yourself but at the same time it's a really sticky situation because do you want to say something to them I mean probably not because then it's like you look weird like you can't call them out and be like oh my gosh like why are you copying everything I'm doing because then they look at you and then they say you think you're all this and that and you think I'm copying you but really they are copying you and they're like way too embarrassed to admit it because you just called them out. So my advice to you would be to not ignore the fact that this person is doing it, but I honestly feel like with me, I I haven't had a close friend ever do stuff like that, but I always just have to remind myself that what is it? Imitation is the best form of flattery or whatever that quote is. 
I really have to keep reminding myself of that. I've never had a close friend do that to me, so I don't know how I would address the situation with a close friend. But someone like I distantly knew or knew kind of we talked every every now and then, like acquaintances said hi at other gatherings or whatever. I've had people like that and I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm myself as long as I'm doing what I genuinely like. And if this person wants to buy all the clothing items I have, do all the things I have, you know what? That is something she's going to have to deal with because she's eventually going to realize, wait, I don't even like half of this stuff. I'm literally just trying to be this person. You genuinely have to ignore it. If you like gas this person up and oh like you bought my shirt or oh you like this too they're just going to continue to do it and it's going to make the situation more weird I honestly would ignore it I wouldn't address it because it's just going to make the problems worse um and it could backfire and they could just be like um you think you're all that no this is a great question it says how have you come to know exactly what you want and don't want and be so sure of yourself was this something that came with age could you explain your thought process when making big decisions or is this something that comes to you naturally so for me I am the just type of personality where I have never really asked other people's um, opinions that much I'm more intuitive so if I know that I feel a certain type of way or like it's kind of like I always I always say this as an example like if I text two outfit photos to my friend and I say which one do you like and she picks one and I'm like and eh, but I kind of like the other I'm gonna go with the other just because it's like I find my own opinion I know myself better and I always continue to trust my gut but one thing with me is when making decisions, whether it be in relationships or friendships or just with really anything, I think it's always important and something I've just learned to do over the years is really check my motive with things. If I am trying to uh, be friends with some person for whatever reason or I'm trying to post this Instagram picture or this Instagram story or whatever for some, you know, it's just, if there's always a hidden motive, you always want to be sure of that. And I think that's how I've been able to make better decisions in my life and be more intuitive because before I do something, I really sit down and think, why are you doing this? What is the reason? If you're trying to be friends with someone just so it can bring you like benefits, just so it can benefit you or you want to be, you know, socially whatever, or you want to date this guy because you think that it'll give you this, you know, you really have to think about the decisions that you're making before you make them and not in the way that, oh, is it going to be helpful in this way? Oh, is, are they going to help me like this? Think about it in the way like, what is my motive? Why do I want this? Later on down the line, will I be happy with this decision? And really think of it more futuristically. Um, that's how I've just always made decisions. And I'm just, I, I will say I am more intuitive in that way. But I've also really learned that before I do anything, check my motive and check if I will agree with this decision in the long run. So I think that those are all of the questions I want to answer for right now. I've gotten a lot of relationship questions and I do think I want to do another relationship episode in the future. But for this episode, I really wanted to keep it centered around confidence and social anxiety and different things like that. And so as always, I hope that this helped you in some way. If you guys have a friend that you, you know, maybe you feel like would gain something from this episode, send it to them, text it to them and, you know, tweet me or I love, love 
love, love. One of my favorite things is when you guys tag the at I'm into it dot podcast Instagram and your stories when you're listening. It literally brings me so much joy to see you guys listening to the podcast because this is seriously my baby. Like there is no other reason that I do this podcast except to help you guys bring you guys happiness, bring you guys advice or make you guys feel calm in this crazy situation that we're all in. So if you guys want to, you guys can always tag me on Instagram at I'm into it.podcast. And I will also leave all of the links to everything in the show notes down below in the description of this. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.